you guys remember Barack Obama, state senator from Illinois, who became the 44th president of the United States? We were coming out of those Bush years, and I didn't pay much attention to everything back then, but most people were were a little upset with what was going on. And I mean, that's kind of the trend, right? You kind of, you try one thing for four or usually eight years, and then people are so fed up with that they switch and go the opposite direction. Because unfortunately, we only have two options, really. And that that young man came through inspiring hope and and passion and he was a he was well dressed and well spoken and articulate and just respectable and on top of all of that he was black and to be a part of to be a part of electing a black man in this country after hundreds of years of slavery and the civil rights movement and all the shitty stuff that happened, it really felt like something was happening. It really felt like we were changing things. And I know a lot of people weren't happy with that, but uh, there were a lot of people who were very excited, very inspired. And I remember being at, uh, I worked at the Oregon Convention Center, and I remember they were preparing for him. This is before he got elected in 2008. And they were preparing for him to come there and speak. And uh, so we had, you know, there's a million square feet at the convention center. So it's, it's, it's a likely option for something like that just because so many people can fit in there. And they had him, they had his secret service team come through and it's pretty intense. They, they were there at least a week before, maybe two weeks before, combing the building for bombs and just trying to figure out the best route to get him in and out of there because there's so many logistical things they have to figure out. And it's really crazy. Uh, I can't imagine being on that team because they are constantly leapfrogging each other and having to set up the next city. That, I mean, they have a team in the next destination plus a team wherever he actually is. And so they're constantly just getting everything prepared. And so we thought we were going to do uh, his lights and his sound and whatever other necessary items. And so I was super stoked. I, I had all these ideas in my head about how cool it would be to do sound for Obama. Obama. And for whatever reason, I don't know that we couldn't handle it at that point, but a private company was hired to come in and do the sound for him. And so my friend Craig got to do sound for Obama. And doing sound for a presidential candidate is not hard. I mean, it's usually like one microphone. You just push up one fader and then you pull it back down. So it's not challenging by any means, but uh, Craig is uh, a pretty staunch Republican and probably didn't care too much about who the who the talent was that night, uh, but I mean, he, he got to do do sound for a, a presidential candidate, so that's pretty cool. And in the in the meantime, I uh, switched jobs. Uh, one of my buddies at the convention center recommended to his friend who worked at the Portland Art Museum 
that I uh, go over there. They hired me and I started working there in June of 2010. Uh, I did more of the same stuff, doing sound for shows and video for shows and all those elements. And then we came back around to another presidential election. And this time around, it was uh, Obama and Biden again, and they were going against Romney and shit, I cannot remember who the vice president uh, candidate was, uh, but it was Romney, Romney versus Obama. And as you may recall, it was still pretty heated back then. I don't know that it was as heated as it is now. It seems like it's gotten more polarized over the last few years in the last couple of elections, but um uh, at that point, I mean, people were firmly in Obama camp or Romney camp. And the discussion was made around town uh, for where he was going to hold his rally um, and speak again. And I'm sure the convention center got floated. And then somehow uh, the Portland Art Museum was offered as a venue. And so I got stoked. I was like, man. Obama's come to town again. Obama's come back. Maybe I'll get a chance this time to do sound for Obama, for President Barack Obama. And we, uh, I mean, we just heard rumors for a little while and nothing was really concrete. And then one day, out of the blue, boss man at the art museum sends out an email. And the email is uh, very very energetic and excited and happy and triumphant. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we're proud to announce that uh, we've been offered the opportunity to host President Barack Obama to speak at our fine venue in the Mark Building. And I see that and I'm like, oh, shit, he's coming. Here's my chance. And uh you know, it's it's a lengthy email, and it just basically says, "What an opportunity! I, I, we are so grateful that a sitting president would choose to come to our institution and speak, especially for the size of that room, because the room, I mean, it only holds standing room only. I think it's like 700, 800 people, so it's much smaller than the convention center. And so the boss sends out this email to all employees, and." At the Portland Art Museum, it's kind of like a dual institution, which includes the Northwest Film Center. And so when you send out a group email, it goes to, I forget the exact num numbers, but approximately 350 at the Art Museum and then 50 at the uh, Northwest Film Center. So 400 total people. And the way that you know that it's being sent to all those people is at the top of the thread, it says net users. That is the indicator that everyone in the institution is receiving this email. So he sends out this email and he sends it to net users. Well, he also sent it to the, there's a board of trustees who's comprised of 10 to 20 of the richest people in Portland. They basically keep the place afloat. Uh, without them, it'd probably go under because uh, they rely heavily on old, rich money. And so in addition to sending this email to 400 employees, it also gets sent to the 10 or 20 
people on the board of trustees. Well, not long after that email is sent and everybody's high-fiving and all these and shit, yeah, fucking Obama's coming, man, Obama. And uh, then there's a response to that email and it is scathing. I, I fucking wish I had taken a screenshot of it and kept it. I don't work there anymore, so I don't have access to it, but it was a sharp rebuke, uh, to say the least, and it was from a female uh, on the board of trustees. Something along the lines of, uh, it was very informal, how dare you assume uh, everyone in this institution wishes to have Barack Obama here uh, or any... Any member of the Democratic Party, there are lots of people uh, on this board who uh, have Republican ideals, blah, 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 and just like fucking tears into them. And uh, this woman hit reply all. She obviously didn't know what net users meant. And uh, in her attempt to send a <laughs> to send a private email... To someone running the institution, she sends it to everyone. And when that email comes in, there was just like a collective, oh, because everyone got that email at the same time. And that, that woman didn't even know what she did. She didn't even know. And after that, there was no response. I mean, obviously, it was extremely embarrassing, but also fucking hilarious at the same time. And uh, so it, it wasn't decided at that point that that he wasn't coming. It kind of just hung there for a little bit. And we still kept preparing everything for, for him to arrive. And uh, Secret Service was there and all that kind of stuff. And then probably only like a week before he was set to arrive, I think another email was sent out saying that they had switched venues. And I was devastated. I was like, man, this was it. And then that lady just steamrolled the whole fucking thing. And so then they had to pick another venue to go to. And guess which venue they went to? Back to the Oregon Convention Center. It took a few more days for me to find out, but they hired that same company previously. And my friend Craig was back in the saddle. Oh, fucking come on, Craig.